Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world. And you will all surrender to them. You pigs in human clothing! Out here in the Blue Ridge Mountains where it's beautiful today. Uh, well, until they turn this all into low-cost housing. But I am Dean Ledwig bringing you uh, tech and news today. With me, as always, is... I'm Scott Dunlop reporting from an abandoned missile silo somewhere around Lukenbach, Texas, looking out for BlackRock so they don't buy my land and put condos on it <laughs> or apartments. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the new thing. You know, all these multinational companies are, you know, buying up properties and then renting them out because you won't own anything, but you'll be happier. Well, uh, Jamie Dimon of BlackRock. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into this, uh-huh. but uh, uh, yeah, the Fed is his bitch. Oh, yeah. So all, of our, all of our bonds, all of our money, yeah. all of our capital, central bank, all that stuff. It wouldn't surprise it's me. It's controlled by BlackRock. Yeah, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if the Fed has to get his approval to print new money. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they had to get approval to wipe their ass. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, let's let's move on. Well, this week I am going to be a dog. Dressed as a clown. That's what I identify as this week. All right. So, I mean, that's kind of what you look like. So it's all right. Yeah. We're good. Uh, I identify as Klaus Schwab's arch enemy. I've always wanted to either be or have an arch enemy. And see, if I proclaim myself as somebody's arch enemy, then I'm both. I have one and I am one. Huh. Kind of cool. Yeah. I don't I don't think you have to, I think there are people closer to home that you might be an arch enemy of, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> uh, you know, that's their that's their problem. Well, uh, since we are a tech show, let's do it. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? So I want to make a comment about that clip. So that okay. that comes from the IT crowd, which was uh, a great show if you're in IT. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be perfect for this segment. Yeah. Uh, one of our listeners commented not too long ago. It's like, it's so funny when Dean says that. And I didn't, I, I didn't bother correcting them that that's not <laughs> you. But anyway, hence, oh, they thought that was me on the clip? Yeah, hence the British accent. But anyway. Yeah, I don't do a British accent well. Yeah, so I, I thought that was I funny. barely do myself well. Yeah. Yeah. First off, let's talk gaming. Okay. And something, a blast from our past. You don't know, say gay. Uh, oh, gaming. Gaming. Oh, okay. yeah. gotcha. All right. Yeah. All right. yeah. Well, the don't say gay thing, uh, that bill has nothing that says gay in it. But anyway, I, <laughs> we, I digress. We digress. Um, 
Activision says it will cooperate with insider training, trading investigation into Microsoft deal. Mm -hmm. Now, let me start off with, I've been a big fan of Activision because during the Atari 2600 days, they had the best games, Pitfall, River Raid, Mega Mania was one of my favorite Mm -hmm. ones. Um, They had lots of awesome groundbreaking games because they were excellent programmers. So if you had an Atari 2600 and you bought an Atari game, Mm -hmm. you got some kind of blocky crap. Yeah, yeah. Activision kind of took it to the next level. They They were really pioneers on pushing the limits of the hardware that they were provided. They were some of the first that got into 16 bit gaming. Yeah. Uh, when everybody else was still working 8-bit. 8-bit, yeah. So, uh, you know, much respect to the old Activision. Now, I know this is mm-hmm. not the same company. Good God, no. Uh, hasn't been for a long time. No. But they still put out good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I like some of their stuff. Um, was it Battlefield that they put out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That looks really cool. I haven't uh, tried it out yet. It's it's cool. It's not it's not open world. I mean, it's on rails. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that, folks, is you have a storyline that you're going to follow and you're only going to go to certain areas. Open world, you can go wherever you want. Right. Uh, you know, like far, like Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto or Far Cry. You mm-hmm. know, you go wherever you want yeah. and do whatever you want. Yeah. You can spend time doing absolutely nothing. So when it's on rails, you've got a storyline that you have to follow. Right. Or you can't go to the next place. Yeah. Open world, you can go screw around for days on, I don't know, shooting chickens or something like that. <laughs> something ridiculous. I knew somebody on Grand Theft Auto that didn't play any of the the scene, you know, the, the missions, the missions yeah. or anything like that. They just sat with a sniper rifle in a, in a on a on a hilltop in the uh, the Central Park mm-hmm. and you know shot people in the head. That sounds like fun. It does. That's uh, all they did. <laughs> I loved it. So Activision disclosed that it received a request for information from the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission mm-hmm. and a grand jury subpoena from the Justice Department, likely related to the trading before the announcement of Microsoft's planned purchase of video game maker. Uh-huh. Activision informed the authorities that it planned to fully cooperate with the investigations. The disclosure uh-huh. comes after the Wall Street Journal reported late last month that members of the DOJ were looking into the meeting between Activision Blizzard Chief Executive Bobby Kotick and one of the <laughs> three options traders before Microsoft announced it was buying video game maker for approximately $69 billion. Uh, Is that with a B? B. Good Lord. The regulators are looking into the options activity that made media mogul Barry Diller, his stepson, Alexander Von Furstenberg. <laughs> okay. Boy, that doesn't sound like it. Von Furstenberg. Von Furstenberg. familiar. Is that a, is there a congressman or something with that name? I don't know, but it sounds like a Bond villain to me. It does. <laughs> and the business uh, magnate, David Geffen. David Geffen? Oh. Mm. Wall Street That's Journal. Geffen, Rec- Geffen yeah. Records, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Wall Street Journal, which first reported the inquiry in March, noted that the three men were said to have an unrealized profit of roughly $60 million. 
Wow. Yeah. That's not that's that's not Trump change. That's not Trump change at all. So <sighs> I will say this, I do have a Microsoft Gold subscription. Uh-huh. I don't know how many of their games I've seen on Activision just yet. Uh I'm waiting. Uh yeah. I do find that these gaming subscription services are kind of kind of keen for us older guys. Yeah. Um I have a uh Ubisoft subscription mm-hmm. and it's it's like i think 14.99 a month or something yeah and you get access to almost all of their games yeah and so you know i like playing some of those uh mission-based games and uh you know with with an open world right but yet you know like uh assassin's creed mm-hmm. you know the, that series is, is you know I, I find it a lot of fun so you know it's worth 15 bucks a month yeah. Plus I have access to, you know, pretty much everything they've got. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the Microsoft gig because it's got flight simulator and I'm really yeah. into that. So um that's uh even though I have not had time to play it in months, but mm-hmm. I do like I've always been into aviation, but just didn't have the money for it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot less dangerous, too. And so are a lot of the other things, like the racing games. I love the racing games where I can, uh, like Forza mm-hmm. and Forza Horizons, where I can, you know, race a Lamborghini and then crash it into a wall. Oh, yeah. And don't have to pay for it and don't yes. have to go to the hospital. Yes. So that's that's nifty. That's and cool. I, and I've had fast cars and fast uh-huh. motorcycles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, I've had fast cars. I haven't had fast motorcycles. Yeah, that's uh, um, yeah, it's it's a lot more fun when uh, you you're not gonna get arrested for doing those things. Well, there is that. <laughs> yeah, that whole that whole getting arrested thing really puts a damper on the fun. Yeah, yeah, and getting your stuff confiscated because you were doing uh, 120 plus. Yeah, in a 45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like that. Or or seventy and a thirty five on one <laughs> wheel, which uh, they don't has, like that either. Has actually happened to me. <laughs> but anyway. no, I was taught I was taught young. Um, I had a an old muscle car. I had a sixty six Fairlane GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, I was seventeen, and uh, my uh, my stepdad told me, "Look, this car will probably outrun all the cop cars in this county." Granted, I grew up in a small country town in Ohio and cornfield. We didn't, yeah. The sheriff's department had like five cars for the entire County, mm-hmm. but he said, yeah, this will outrun all those cars, but nothing will outrun a radio. Yeah. So uh, I kind of took that to heart. And plus, if you have a police department small enough to have five cars, uh, the town is small enough for everybody to know you and oh, yeah. your car. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and when you have a car that stands out anyway. Yes. Yeah, I was not inconspicuous. Absolutely. Glass packs and, you know, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean. That's it, not really tech, but okay. Yeah, but the <laughs> but the, the Activision thing. So, yeah. I I get it. I get it. This is illegal for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you don't, unless you're in Congress. Oh, no. Unless you are the spouse or, or uh, don't have to be spouse, family member of somebody mm-hmm. in Congress. Yeah. 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 See, the, the people I, in I, Congress I, can't I, buy and sell stocks based on that, but they can go home and say, honey, 
I'd probably invest in this. Yeah. Raytheon uh, might be a good bet. I'm sure Nancy Pelosi's husband didn't do any of that. Oh, I'm sure it never happened. Or Maxine Waters, who now lives in a $5 million mansion that is not even in her district, the district she uh, represents. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Activision has a lot of a lot of stuff going on right now. Oh, tell me more. There is a lawsuit against Activision or Activision uh Blizzard. Blizzard, yeah. Uh for a wrongful death uh based on sexual harassment. Apparently, um how, well, how long you might have to explain that I'm to me. I'm not to. understanding how that works. I got to Carrie Moynihan, a 32-year-old uh, finance manager at Activision, um, alleges or alleged sexual harassment, um, and you know, to her parents. And I don't know if she ever brought it up to the company. I'm sure Discovery is is being is ongoing to find that out. But her parents are suing uh, Activision Blizzard because uh, Carrie Moynihan committed suicide at a corporate retreat. Mm. And her parents are um, alleging that the sexual harassment was a significant factor contributing to her death. Mm-hmm. Um, and investigators ruled it a suicide. Um, she was found dead in a hotel room at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa uh, in April uh, 2017. Uh, 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 she she was at Disney. She was so at Disney. It's not a she or her. It's a it's them. A, it's, a the, it's a them. It's there, a them. There's more than one. Yeah. Well, I. You can't, you can't gender. I can't gender. Is it G? Uh, I don't know. Z? Clown dog. Fee? Clown dog. (laughs) Yeah, clown dog. There we go. Carried around in a fucking purse. Sorry. Pardon my language. Um, Just irritating. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. So, that being said, uh, California's governor, Captain Hairgel himself, um... It's alleging it's alleged alleged that uh, the office of the California governor, Gavin Newsom, Captain Terrell, sought to interfere in this lawsuit between the State Departments of Fair Employment and Housing and Activision Blizzard uh, when the suit's head counsel, Janet Whipper, tried to maintain the department's autonomy. She was allegedly fired by Newsom, which prompted assistant chief counsel for DFEH, Melanie Proctor, to resign in protest. Hmm. Yeah. What you want to bet Gavin Newsom owns a bunch of shares of Activision Blizzard. If he doesn't. And Microsoft if, is looking to buy them. If he doesn't, then then uh, he's definitely getting some kickbacks from them. Yeah. Him. This is, um, you know, of course, the governor's office says they're categorically false. Of course. The Newsom administration supports the effective work of DFEH and has done under Director Kevin Kish to enforce civil rights laws and protect workers. You know what? Bullshit. Bullshit. This is... Come on now. That ain't even bullshit. That's horseshit. There we go. That's horseshit. (laughs) But um, we all know California. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't realize, especially Californians... Seems like anyway, I don't, I'm not sure if they do or not, but it sure seems like it because they keep voting these idiots into office is that they like the thought of this central authority over them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't get it. You know that these people 
who believe they're so much better than we are, so much smarter than we are, that, you know, they can do pretty much whatever they want and get away with it. Well, yeah, let, let me handle it. I know what I'm doing. You don't. Right. Just just put sit, me, put, just sit down there, you silly little peasant, and let the smart people take care of it. Put me in charge because I know better how you should live your life than you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the government. We're here to help. Yeah. Yeah, we need to protect all these stupid people from yeah, themselves. Exactly. And that's exactly what they believe. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the tenets of the Democrat Party. Oh, I know. I have some uh, de-leaning folks in my family. Uh-huh. And they think everybody except them are stupid. Of course. Everybody except them. If you don't believe as I believe, you must be stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't believe as I believe that I've been told to believe by my party, Mm -hmm. then you must be stupid. By people who are smarter than I am because Mm -hmm. I voted them into office. So they must be smarter than me Mm -hmm. and I will listen to them. Mm -hmm. And now you will listen to me. Well, like they say, politics is Hollywood for ugly people. Yeah. Oh, and there are a lot of ugly people. (laughs) Except for Captain Hair Jail. Yes. Yes. Oh, good God. That guy in, uh, What's his name? Trudeau Mm -hmm. from Canada. You know, there's a couple, you know, they could be Hollywood guys. Yeah. And I think that's why they're in office. Mm -hmm. They're figureheads. Yeah. Because neither one of them are very bright at all. No, no. Uh, If you ever listen to either one of them speak off the cuff, they're really not all that bright. No, but in Hollywood. Then again, so same could be said for our president. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Just Brand- saying, but then again, Joe Brandon, he, he he belongs in the, you know, ugly side of Hollywood category. He belongs in a home. He does. He belongs in a prison cell. He belongs in memory care. All right. Uh, so anyway, go ahead. What do you got next? Well, I got, something, got something on this. I got something from about a week ago. Okay. I don't have anything on that. Okay. And this comes from Ars Technica. Mystery solved in a destructive attack that knocked out. A little over 10,000 Viasat modems. Now, Viasat is a uh, satellite internet carrier. Mm-hmm. You know, one of, one of the crappy ones like HughesNet right. and stuff like that. Not mm-hmm. not like not like Not Starlink. one of the crappy ones. They're all crappy except for Starlink. Yeah. So, Acid Rain is the seventh wiper associated with the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Okay. Now, I, f- I find it funny when something happens like this, mm-hmm. whatever's going on in the world gets blamed for it. But I digress. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Viasat, the high speed satellite broadband provider whose modems were knocked out in Ukraine and other parts of Europe earlier in March, confirmed the theory by a third party researcher that said the new wiper malware is possible ties to Russian government was responsible for the attack. Now, you may say, who effing cares? Because it's sure. it's Ukraine and Europe. <clears throat> Here's why you should care. Yes. This can happen Tell to me. you. This can happen. Okay, so let's just say you're a internet subscriber. Mm-hmm. You may be at this mm-hmm. point in history. You may have an internet subscription of some, some yes. sort. Most likely you do if you're listening to this. Yes. And uh, 
And this is not for those people out there who think a phone is a computer or the phone is the internet. So uh, you guys just stop listening right now. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Don't mean to be passive aggressive folks. It's just a tiny thing. Maybe I do. Um, (laughs) Anyway. So let's give it kind of the short version of it. Each of these lines that come in, they have to have something that translates them. And that's usually called a modem or a router. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's a modem, a router. Sometimes it's three ways. It's a motor, modem, a router, and a Wi-Fi access point. Mm-hmm. Which are notoriously the cheapest things that you can put together. Yes. Because if your cable or DSL or 5G or satellite provider is giving you this equipment mm-hmm. and charging you 10 bucks a month to rent this equipment. Mm-hmm. It's usually the cheapest crap they can find. Yeah. This is one of those things where it goes to the lowest bidder. And it's also abandoned wear. Yes. Most modems that you buy, and I'm talking Netgear, I'm talking uh, Belkin. Oh, Belkin's mm-hmm. the worst. I hate Belkin. <laughs> God, I hate those guys. Uh, any of these router people, mm-hmm. D-Link, any of mm-hmm. them, that router only gets supported for two to three years, and then they mm-hmm. stop putting patches out for yeah. it. And then what happens? Somebody finds a vulnerability. They get hacked. They get wiped. They may be part of a botnet. Mm-hmm. You may have your information um, accessed mm-hmm. on the other side of that firewall, whatever the case may be. There's mm-hmm. a, there's about a million different scenarios that can happen with that. And, the, and the, there, there are two reasons for that. One, so you buy the latest and greatest router right. and they can keep that revenue stream going. Mm-hmm. And the other is it's just cheap. Well, and, you know, it's also... Um, it, it, it costs money for the company to keep employing staff to know, you know, old, old versions of the software when new stuff is coming out, sure. you know, software and hardware. So, you know, it does save the money also in that respect. I've had, you know, over the years, cable companies, um, tell me just, you know, I throw my router away when, when, you know, I'd cancel the contract or, you know, upgrade or whatever. Um, I've had technicians come out and say they're you know yeah we're upgrading to the newest router i said what are you doing with that one yeah we're throwing them all away you know and that's that's what it is they're cheap they are inexpensive you know they're 10 15 bucks uh 20 maybe and they're junk they are they're really they're really not yeah they're not made for security or you know hardened access you know they're not made for 24 hour streaming you know all the time they're not made to do that kind of stuff well and and let's put this out and if if they were you would be paying a lot more for your cable bill well let's put this out there i know that there are maybe some technical people out there goes what about d wart and open wart and uh tomato router and all these other things it's like yeah you can do that if your router supported and you should do that yeah but I'm talking to the general public right, right now. Uh, if you're doing what I just said, then good on you, man. You're- I would say I would say 90 to 95% of the U.S. population has no idea what a tomato router is. Yeah. 
or so, dewart or any of this stuff, you know, yeah. or even know what a firewall is. Open wart. Because, because, yeah. you know, they watch TV shows that talk about breaking through. Oh, I got through that firewall. Oh, yeah. I got, he's typing yeah. away. I got through that firewall. Got through that firewall. And that's why I, I hacked that firewall. And this is why I have this button. So if you're watching CSI and they go, oh, go ahead and hack into the mainframe. Yeah, yeah that's not happening. No, that's, not. that's not happening. The people who wrote that line don't know what a mainframe is. That's right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's not. And, well, it's really difficult sometimes for me to watch TV shows and movies and stuff that have anything technical in them mm-hmm. because they're so wrong. So wrong. Now, I don't I don't mind a little bit for dramatic effect. Mm hmm. You know, whatever. But sometimes it's just so bad. Although Mr. Robot was. Mr. Robot was pretty accurate. accurate. It yeah. really was. That was one of the most accurate technical uh, TV shows or movies or anything that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when they would type on the screen, those commands and stuff they were typing were, were real. real. Yeah. Yep. You know, or they would show a script, you know, a, a small program. Mm-hmm. And I would see what they were, what, what was in it. It's like, that shit's real. Mm-hmm. That would really work. Yep. Well, it's not like, a, what was it, 1995 Hackers? Oh, God. I'm hacking the Gibson. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that was, uh, that was a little bit silly. Yeah. Now, the routers I use are industrial. Routers yeah. and yeah. firewalls, advanced well, yeah. security appliances, and you have to pay subscriptions for those. Yes. And they're not cheap. The hardware is not cheap. The software is not cheap. Yeah. but And you, then the maintenance contract is not cheap. You're, the the firmwares are supported for seven to ten years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have some pretty high security stuff. Well, those, so. those are made to last. Yeah. Well, in, in my application is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I have, I work in a secure environment. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, stuff that doesn't need to get out to the outside world for mm-hmm. me to go get a, <laughs> a Linksys router. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke guys, but Linksys isn't even around yeah. anymore. Hey, turn, turn the antennas a little bit, get a better signal. Yeah, really? Yeah. I don't have any blue routers out here, but, uh, Anyway, so so my advanced firewalls do a lot more. They do geofencing, mm-hmm. uh, VPN, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So I have a little different of an application than these, but what what I'm really talking about is the insecurity of these modems and routers that mm-hmm. that they just wipe them and brick them. Yeah. And what's a brick? Okay, so you wipe all the software on them and you make it almost impossible to get it back on. Now some of them have TFTP. Mm-hmm. If you've ever screwed up a highly complex router, you would know what I'm talking about because I've screwed a couple of them up. Have you screwed any of those up, Scott? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. You know, you're not really in IT till you screw up a very a very significant piece of hardware. Absolutely. Um, not until you wipe some firmware somewhere, you know, uh, have you really been in IT. Uh, back up your configs on a regular basis. Yes. That'll teach you to back up your configs. Yes. Backups <laughs> are important. So anyway, um, yeah, well, I think that the entire infrastructure is vulnerable and people don't even realize it. We've talked about this mm-hmm. a few times of how, how silly our infrastructure really is yeah. and how much we depend on it. Mm-hmm. 
hackers live on the internet. Now mm-hmm. I want that to soak in to the people out there listening. That's where all their business is being done. Yes. And so the bright idea with companies is, well, let's not run these MPLS lines or mm-hmm. VPLS lines. Mm-hmm. Let's just VPN over the internet. Yeah. And they started hooking all their systems into the internet. Mm-hmm. My company's the same way. Has highly. Most companies are. Highly secure environment. Mm-hmm. Hooked to the most insecure network on the planet. Yes. <laughs> the most insecure network full of millions of people trying to break into shit. Exactly. If you want to keep your stuff secure, Air don't, gap. don't hook it onto the internet. Yeah. Air gap that yeah. MF real quick. Mm-hmm. If you want to keep it secure, put it somewhere where the internet cannot access it. So anyway, I go down that rabbit hole to say that, yes, our infrastructure is highly vulnerable mm-hmm. because I know the equipment out there is mm-hmm. highly vulnerable. The only reason they don't take it down is because the hackers need it to get to the next node. Yeah. But if you're a target, and that's that's the thing, is uh, security through obscurity, eh, that works part of the time. Well, for home users, you know, that that's the thing. And I get this a lot from people, you know, asking about security at home and do I need do I need to put, you know, extra firewalls and generally speaking, no. I disagree. I generally say yes. <laughs> yeah, but well, but I'm you, an information you, security you guy. You could be a targeted person. Yeah. I could be a targeted person. So yes, mm-hmm. you know, extra security measures, but your average Joe sitting at home mm-hmm. doesn't really have to worry about somebody breaking into his laptop to, you know, take over his camera. Because first off, they're not the CIA. No. First <laughs> off, somebody would have to know you. Yeah. And want to break into your laptop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like there are billions of people connected to the internet all the time. Mm-hmm. Billions. The likelihood that you, as a general, everyday, workaday guy, home user, you're an electrician or a plumber or a welder or whatever, the likelihood of you getting targeted is slim to none. Unless by the numbers, right? Unless you click on one of those phishing links or you respond by email because it has yes. your source IP yep. when you send that. Yes. And you can track it. I busted an ex-girlfriend yes. one time for cheating on me. Ooh. Said she was somewhere and she was somewhere else. And I uh-huh. tracked the source IP ah. Oops. through an email. Oops. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> yes, you do. And I will say, uh, I agree and disagree at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I I agree with you that that we are higher in targets where the high hanging fruit, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. But hackers are lazy. Well, yeah, exactly. They're not. They're going to go for the low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. They're going to go for what's easy. So what I was getting to is no, you don't need to pay a thousand dollars a year for a firewall. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, upgrade whatever virus scanner you're using. Just get the paid version that's like, what, 10 bucks a month, 50 bucks a year, something like that. Yeah. You know, and that's going to be plenty because they're not going to want to work on that because there's so many people out there that don't do that. 
Well, I would say even Winders, Windows Defender. I almost said Winders. Winders. <laughs> Winders. Winders Defender. Windows Defender isn't too bad. No. It's it's pretty decent for, for, for what it is. For a typical home user, that's plenty. Yeah. But I will say the the home user, and, and we're talking about numbers. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about targeted. We're just mm-hmm. talking about phishing scams and things like right. that. The home user is the is the low hanging fruit. Oh yeah. Yeah. And their equipment is usually junk, whatever they found on sale. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you folks, if you see a Wi-Fi router out there that is on closeout, don't buy it <laughs> no. because it's already obsolete. No, do not buy that. <laughs> uh the best security is layered security, folks. So yeah. if you've if you've got a modem, if you put a router in front of it, you're doubly protected mm-hmm. and change the default username and password. But yeah. <laughs> just a tip yeah. there. The admin password is not exactly secure. Uh, unless you're running an Xbox, uh, disable UPnP. That's always mm-hmm. a bad one, too. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's lots of things that you can do. But right. Yeah, our infrastructure is highly, highly susceptible to people who want to mess stuff up. Yep. And like, well, and again, most most of the problems that people have at home are caused by themselves. Yeah. You know, they click on a phishing link, they send an email to somebody who's phishing, and what I say, what I mean by phishing, most people know the term, PH. but if you don't, yeah, it's phishing with a ph at the beginning, not an f. What it is, is they, people send out, uh, these hackers and scammers send out emails, text messages, something to get you to go to their site, which will look like a reputable site that, you know, like your bank, uh, webpage, it'll look identical to your bank webpage. Um, and then you punch in your username and password because in the email, it'll say, you know, your account was compromised. You need to change your password, Mm -hmm. something along those lines. You go in, you type in your username and password, and they now have your username and password. Yeah. All it does is copy it down for uh, from what you just typed in. And they spoof the entire site so they can, yes. you know, well, you're in this business. Mm-hmm. You can just scrape the entire site. It's super easy. And instead of saying Office 365, you could say if it's 365 yeah. and it's close enough, people don't usually yeah. check. They put in their credentials. They'll say your password's been changed. Then they have your credentials. They go in and they change your second factor authentication mm-hmm. to their phone. Mm-hmm. Then you're locked out of your account. You can't get. I to saw it. one. I saw one that was a PayPal spoof, and it was PayPalaccount.com. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would look at that and go, "Well, that seems that seems reasonable. Looks legit." Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And having the little lock up in your location bar, meaning that. It's uh, SSL encrypted. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean anything because that's free these days. Yep. SSL for the last five or six years, Open SSL has been providing that free to anybody with a, a registered domain name. Let's encrypt. Remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's that's uh, they use Open SSL. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, it's fine. It's SSL. It really is truly SSL. Well, but just, any website can get it now. That just means you're less susceptible to a man in the middle attack, right? That you're going from one site to another. It doesn't tell you whether the site on the other side is reputable or yeah, not. Exactly. And it may not be reputable until it gets reported. Yeah. So 
or irreputable right. or ill repute, whatever. <laughs> you know about that ill repute thing. Yeah. Well, I got to deal with these guys. I got to think <laughs> like them. The only way to thwart them is to think like yeah. them. I get it. Oh, what you got next? Well, hackers have revamped a rare piece of malware specifically made to target uh, power infrastructure. What? Yeah. And what's happening? You mean happened, PCL devices are vulnerable? I think I heard that somewhere before. Oh. Maybe on the Tech Tools podcast. So uh, you're telling me that valve that produces, that brings in cool water to the nuclear reactor uh-huh. is vulnerable to a hacker? Uh-huh. And Ukraine just found that out as they stopped a Russian cyber attack on its power grid. Now, was it Russia? Who knows? Was it the CIA? Was it, <laughs> yeah, was it us? Was it Russia? Was it Pakistan? Was China. it Iran? Was it China? Who knows? The spoofing that that goes on, it's really hard to narrow it down and say specifically where it came from. Yeah, and, and the Snowden dumps mm-hmm. prove that a lot of times we spoof Russian hackers and we're the ones hacking. The CIA is, can or the you, NSA. Can you say false flag? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the attack on Ukraine's power grid was foiled by cybersecurity analysis and officials, as reported by Reuters. After investigating the methods and software used by the attackers, cybersecurity firm ESET says that it was likely carried out by a hacking group called Sandworm, which the record reports uh, allegedly tie, has ties to Russian government. I always like that. Allegedly has ties to. That's like that means they don't know. Right. It's like, that's <laughs> like, uh, according to people familiar with the story. Yeah. Well, shit, I'm familiar with the story. You know, I can tell you about it. People familiar with the matter. Yes. That's always fun. The uh, group planned to shut down computers that controlled substations and infrastructure belonging to a particular power company. According to uh, the the Computer Emergency Response Team of Ukraine. Was it Burisma? <laughs> uh, oil and gas, that's power, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hackers meant to cut power off on April 8th while also wiping the computers that would be used to try and get the grid back online. Essentially bricking them, as Scott was talking about before. Well, um, it was thwarted, so... It's just involved a, a lot of malware. I will say that is the biggest threat to the home user is malware. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, I was. Especially at, rats. I was at advanced. Remote, uh, remote access Trojans. Those are. Oh, worst. I thought you meant, I thought you meant actual rats because they will chew no. through your wires. No, the remote access Trojans, which people may or may not know of. They mm-hmm. were, they were big a couple of years ago, but they're still big. Somebody can, uh, download a package into your computer that gives them remote access so they can see everything that you do on your screen, everything that you Mm -hmm. type, record your keystrokes. So when you're typing in those passwords for those bank accounts, they got them. Mm -hmm. And the biggest place for rats right now is in phones because people treat their phones like computers. The most insecure piece of hardware you can own is Mm -hmm. a phone. Yes. And people rely on them like air. Right. But well, I, I mean, but I digress. Don't mean to go yeah, down rabbit hole. I well, I uh, one of the first things I had to learn when I was learning cybersecurity um, from actually the NSA, uh, I had to learn how to write a. It's called a TSR Trojan. 
terminate and stay resident Trojan. Mm-hmm. And that is, okay, a Trojan, for those of you who don't know, is a type of virus that, uh, oh, actually, malware also these days. Mm-hmm. Um, used to just be viruses, but that was 30 years ago. Um, but a Trojan is something that just sits there on your computer and waits for a certain thing to happen, whether it be a certain date or a certain trigger that you you do, and then it will open up and, and start doing whatever its malicious intent was, much like the Trojan horse in the uh, the old story from uh, the Battle of Troy. Mm-hmm. You know, brought the horse in, and then uh, everything was safe, but then, you know, the army came out and killed everybody, which is kind of cool. But anyway... Or, um, or yes. before you get away from that, yes. or it may masquerade as a program you already know. Right. Or one of the biggest ones, the only way that I ever caught a Trojan <laughs> was uh, wares. <laughs> ah. D- uh, downloading programs that you don't own. Uh-huh. Or, f- quote unquote, free programs. Yes. And, and watch when you download free programs, when you're installing it, watch every single checkbox. Mm-hmm. Because... It's not free. They're being paid somewhere. Yep. Generally by all the other bloatware that comes along with it. <laughs> Can you say e-machine? Oh my God. <laughs> I had one of those. Oh man. Um, it took, it took me a long time to clean that thing up, but yeah. And then what yeah, I was talking why about. Why is an e-machine like toilet paper? Gets a lot of shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was talking about terminating say resident Trojan. <coughs> Damn. Spoke another one. Yeah. What I was talking about, uh, terminate and stay resident Trojan means that once it starts, uh, if you find it, you can kill it, right? You know, up your, uh, what is it called on Windows? The task manager. Task manager. Task it, mangler. Yes. And you can kill the process, mm-hmm. but it, it will terminate. It looks like it terminates, but it stays resident, meaning it stays there and it keeps running mm-hmm. and you won't even see it or know it or even have the ability to disable it. And one of the crappiest versions of that is a root kit, yes. which installs on the root of your hard drive yes. but, and it will stay resident even before your operating system loads. Yep. And it, you could wipe it all out, clean it all out. Everything's great. Reboot your computer, it starts right back up. Yep, still the root kit's still there. That's yep. why you need a special process to remove a root kit, which usually involves a boot disk. Yes, usually involves somebody who knows, really knows what they're doing. That's not really a check out a forum and, and follow the instructions kind of thing, usually. Google it. Yes, Google it. <laughs> oh, so anyway, that's my hacker report. All right. Well, I know we both got this and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about because, <laughs> you know, I'm a fanboy. Oh, yeah. Twitter creates a poison pill plan to thwart Elon Musk takeover of yeah. Twitter. Uh-huh. Okay. Twitter adopted a poison pill on Friday to limit Elon Musk's ability to raise stakes, raise his stakes in the social media platform as buyout form emerged to challenge his 43 billion bid to take it 
the company over. The technology-focused private equity firm had more than $103 billion in assets under management at the end of December, has informed Twitter that it is exploring the possibility of putting together a bid. People familiar with the matter said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Of course they did. It is not clear how much Tama Bravo would be prepared to offer if there is no certainty that such a rival bid will materialize. The sources cautioned, asking not to be identified because the matter is confidential. Because they're close to the matter. Twitter said on Friday that it adopted a poison pill that would dilute anyone amassing mm-hmm. a stake in the company, excuse mm-hmm. me, the company of more than 15% by selling more shares to other shareholders at a discount. Mm-hmm formerly known as the shareholder rights plan. Yes. The poison pill will be in place for 364 days. The move would not bar Musk from taking his offer directly to Twitter stakeholders by launching a tender offer. While Mm -hmm. the poison pill would prevent most Twitter shareholders from selling their shares, the tender offer would allow them to register their disapproval of Musk's offer. I disapprove. Yeah, but see, the thing that they, they fail to point out is this is not a usual offer. Usually, um, these offers are, you know, say $43 billion in all kinds of different things, mm-hmm. like part cash, part stock, part options, part, you know, this, that, and the other. This is a cash this offer. This is cash offer. This is cash money. Cash dollars. Yes, dollar, dollar is, bill. Dollar, dollar, dollar a whole, bill. A whole lot of dollar bills. Yep. But uh, it's, uh, I'd like to see what he does with it. Because it's going to happen. Here's my take. going to happen. Here's my take. Mm-hmm. F yeah, bro. <laughs> What's the best thing about Twitter? Not being on there it. There you go. So, yeah, if he can, if he, this is the ultimate in flame wars. <laughs> yeah it really is oh it's gonna get better oh yeah yeah so uh the chaos that will ensue if elon gets a hold of it he will open it wide effing open people yeah the blue checkers are doomed mm-hmm. dude he's already talking about all kinds of free speech stuff and now there's a lot of controversy on what he means by free speech Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of, I think in mean, most all of it's just speculation. Well, he could go back and re-enable Trump's account. Ooh. Oh, I bet he would. <laughs> I bet he would. You want to see, uh, you want to, you know, the, the conservatives bailed off Twitter after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You want to see the, the uh, Democrats in the. Gab got a huge boost when that happened. Yeah. You want to see the, uh, the Dems abandon ship, put, <laughs> put Trump back on, man. Woo. No, I think their hate would keep them there. You think so? I think so. Yeah, they got to be unhappy. Yeah. They got to bitch whine and complain somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's that's their platform. And that's... Stay yeah. fearful and unhappy. Yeah. Though, I mean, that's how I've always viewed Twitter is just a bunch of bitchy people just yeah. bitching about bitchy, bitchy stuff. Yeah. And 95% of the population in the United States does not tweet. Mm-hmm. So, no, that is not real world shit. 
I think the smartest people on Twitter are the people who aren't on it. But anyway, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, this this is going to be, oh, man, I got to pop some popcorn to watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be hilarious, man. You're going to see heads explode. And you know who's really going to gonna shit the bed? Huh. The so-called journalists. Oh, yeah. Because they get all their information from Twitter. Uh-huh. Now, I will say that it was informational at one point before yeah. it got woke. Yeah. Before it got woke, it, it was very informational. You could get stuff on there, boots on the ground, that when there was still some integrity left, you could get some boots on the ground reports. You mean when journalism's actually did journalism? Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, when journalists actually did journalism? Yeah. And, and the only thing that you have to. The only phrase you have to know is when some journalist goes, some guy with a blog. And then, you Mm. know, you know Mm -hmm. that you should never listen to that person again Mm -hmm. or they heard it on a podcast. Yeah. Those are the people you need to bail on. Yes. Because they're saying we're the only source for information and you need to come to us. Well, journalism used to be a working class profession. It did. Now it's before J school. school. Yes. It's, it's an elite profession. Now Mm -hmm. it's white collar. It used to be blue collar. Yeah. You know, they spoke for the common man. Mm -hmm. Now they spoke, they speak for the elites. It's just like, no, 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 no. They speak for Pfizer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and I, and they get paid by the government to do so. I have often heard that the media is an arm of the democratic party. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Democrat party. Gotta stop saying that. It's not democratic. Um, it's anti-democratic. It is the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think so. I think the Democrat Party is an arm of the media. Yeah. I think the media are the ones that are really controlling stuff. And, uh, you know, they're controlling the Democrat Party. It's not the other way around. Well, and the media is controlled by dollars. Yeah. Whether absolutely. it be advertising dollars or, yep. you know, we had that story and even Fox News and mm-hmm. Newsmax were yep. part of this, part of the government handouts for vaccination hesitancy mm-hmm. yeah. to not say anything negative about the vaccines, yep. which, oh, that whole thing kind of vaporized. Oops. Uh, Where was, where'd that go? Yeah. Where? Oh, it stopped oh, we're working. St- we're, st- right. we're still going to hear little bits and pieces of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're trying to you push know. a bill through oh, yeah. now for, for more. COVID relief. COVID relief. Yeah. And gas relief. Uh-huh. I think they're trying to push a bill through to send everybody money because of gas prices. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just lower gas prices? Uh, huh. Oh. Oh. Why don't we become energy independent again so gas prices can go back down to $1.79 a gallon? Right. Where we don't have to depend on other countries. But then I couldn't pay my trucking buddies to carry it all over the place. Well, yeah, there's that. And then I couldn't push the electric cars, which uh, that lobby is uh, (laughs) padding my pocket. Yes. Yes. Get get electric cars. I mean, electric cars, fake meat, you know, the whole nine yards. Let's do it. I am literally spending a hundred and thirty-five dollars a week on gasoline. Wow, a hundred and thirty-five dollars. Is that in your hybrid? That is my hybrid. Okay, my that uses diesel and oxygen. Yes, yes. Now, and granted, diesel is a dollar more than regular gas. Yes, but the the it's it's freaking ridiculous because diesel 
doesn't get refined as much no. as gasoline does. Diesel used to be throwaway. Mm-hmm. It used to be a waste product. Yes. Until somebody figured out a way to make it spark and burn. Very close to kerosene. Yeah, it's very close to kerosene. Um, yeah, somebody figured out how to do that. And diesel used to be a lot cheaper than gasoline. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why people got diesel diesel cars. They got better gas mileage. Shitty and, performance. Uh, yeah, <laughs> shitty performance. But back in the 80s, that was the thing. You had a diesel, uh, a turbo diesel, because you needed that just to get off the start line. Yes. But, you know, get that because it was so much cheaper and you got better gas mileage. It's not that way anymore. But a lot of it is because the refining process of diesel has changed over the years because of all the activists and different things. <clears throat> and then supply and demand. Were we talking about Twitter? We were. We were. <laughs> we were talking about uh, Elon. <laughs> yes. And speaking of Elon, you brought up, you know, Flame Wars. Mm-hmm. He's already started. Sweet. He's going after the Zuck. Love it. I do, too. Said uh, he's accusing Zuckerberg of having too much control over public debate um, because of all of his ownership of Meta, which is the parent company of what? Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, and some other smaller social media sites. Yep. Uh, yeah, Zuckerberg owns 55% of all that. You know he's a lizard guy. Right? He's got to be. He's got to be, but I like... He's the leader of the lizard people. He has to be. I the, think, I, the, I'm still they thinking... They live in the hollow earth. I'm still <laughs> thinking he might be an android. Well, that's... He really looks like one. He really looks like one. But <clears throat> Elon Musk, here, here's a quote I like this. As for media's sort of ownership, I mean, you've got Mark Zuckerberg owning Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp. And with a share ownership structure that will leave Mark Zuckerberg, the 14th, still controlling these entities. He was referring, seemingly he's referring to uh, King Louis, the 14th, the Sun King, uh, whose wealth and power were legendary. And I think he was, he reigned for 72 years. Wow. Um, Yeah. No getting out of that one. No. So yeah, it's, 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 it's fun to watch these guys. Uh, go at it. I want to see the flame wars start. It's going to be so much fun to watch. But he says we won't have that at Twitter if he becomes the owner. <laughs> not sure what he's planning to do. Yeah, I'm not sure how you could stop that. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. I mean, even the... How do you, how do you completely... How do you decentralize something so centralized already and so big? Yeah. I don't know. But he's a Turn pretty bright guy. Mastodon instance. He's a bright guy. He wants it to uh, become an inclusive area of, for free speech. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Um, you know, he said he wants to err on the side of free speech versus censorship. I mean, he's saying a lot of good stuff. I want to see what happens. Well, how and then there's it, the poison pill. How's it I don't think the poison pill is going to stop him. Though? And that, that's the thing is. is yeah. Uh, to say and you can't run a corporation as a dictatorship. No. It doesn't work that no. way because you got too many people well, involved. Jack Dorsey said that he would like to federate Twitter. Mm-hmm. Maybe Elon Musk is the guy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think Twitter's poison pill, as they call it, will block his uh, purchase of Twitter. Yeah. I just don't. But we'll see. If you don't like what's going on, buy the company. Exactly. <laughs> That's my theory. 
Yeah. Well, people don't remember there was MySpace, there was AOL. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these these technology companies, man, they'll they'll come and go. They'll mm-hmm. have their reign for a little mm-hmm. bit. And they may even change a part of history, mm-hmm. but inevitably, like any other technology, is it gets old. I mean, how many people listening right now remember CompuServe? I do. Well, you're not listening. You're speaking. Oh, well, that's true. I'm talking to our listeners. How many remember CompuServe? Or, uh, oh, shit, what was this? Started with a P. Mm. It, was, it was big in the early 90s. Um, I don't, see, I don't even remember. Yeah, you don't even remember. I don't even remember. I remember CompuServe, AOL, Prodigy. Prodigy, that was Prodigy. it. I was on Prodigy, all of those. Prodigy Online. I've been on all those. Yeah. yeah. I used to use AOL. I used to have an AOL account just for internet access. Yeah. I wouldn't use AOL at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I was talking to somebody uh, the other day, brought up ICQ. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had forgotten oh. about, yeah, I had forgotten <laughs> about ICQ sitting there typing away and, oh, yeah. oh, wow, cool. It was, that was very cool technology at the time. Yeah, it was the first instant message out there. Well, it wasn't the first because you had AOL. Did AOL, had, AOL had, had the first AOL one. instant messenger. But yeah. AOL's was really. ICQ was the first kind of not open source, but free. Yeah, and mainstream. Yes. I mean, it really, and, and it incorporated a ton of features that AOL instant messenger didn't have. Yeah, I used to have these South American girls always chat me up <laughs> saying that they loved me and oh, i'm yeah. like uh-huh sure you do baby uh-huh. <laughs> sure sure you do yeah, you, how i much bet you want to come to america too yeah. don't you <laughs> how much do you want me to send you yeah well they didn't want me they didn't want my money they wanted a green card oh uh, yeah so, yeah uh, anyway uh needless to say did not fall for those things oh no. sure there were some people that did i'm sure there were now for the news. So CNN and MSNBC called out for burying the Hunter Biden story until after the election. Really? Yeah. Who knew? CNN and company buried everything related to the Hunter Biden, often calling reports about the investigation as Russian disinformation. Russia, Russia, Russia. Something bad happened. It must be Russia. It's the Trump-Russia collusion again. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I guess he finally showed up to the party a month or so late. Uh Uh-oh. CNN and MSNBC have decided to finally cover the story. That you know, Hunter Biden is under federal criminal investigation and has been for three years, might yes, I add. Yeah. Clearly, they were waiting until after the election in order to do damage control for the repu- reputation of their beloved dementia-ridden candidate, Joe Biden. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. You know, and, and I'm wondering, yeah, they're saying they're going to cover it, and I've been hearing this for three or four weeks now. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard any real coverage, actual journalism, journalistic coverage. Yeah. Yeah. And I doubt we will. Not what? from not from the, the major players. Well, let's uh, recap some of the Democrat talking points. Let's do it. Mm, the steel dossier is real. Uh-huh. Uh, protests are mostly peaceful. Yes. And the Hunter Biden story is disinformation. Well, yeah. The the New York Post 
had their Twitter uh, Twitter account closed because they were posting uh, snippets from the Hunter Biden laptop mm-hmm. saying it was disinformation and hacked material. Uh-huh. And so uh, Twitter canceled their account for, I don't know, almost a week before uh, they were allowed back on. Yeah, they, they put them in the corner, made uh-huh. them stand in the corner uh-huh. for a little while. Say what we want you to say. And now they tell you don't question the 2020 re- uh, elections right. results. Absolutely. So let's not do that. Uh, everything's Russia's fault. And um, if you get a shot, you can't get COVID, nor can you transmit it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Get the shot so you don't kill grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. And wear a mask. Wear two masks. Wear yes. three masks. Yes. Right after saying masks don't work. Yeah. Uh, I think Democrats should wear five masks and finally choke the shit out of them. There we go. Anything <laughs> to muffle the sound more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Hunter Biden has been under investigation since 2018. Just to let you know, mm-hmm. the media didn't dig into the allegations about Hunter during the entire 2020 election cycle. Huh? Really? And all they said was this Russian mis- disinformation and it's a plot by Republicans. Well, like I said, the, the Democrat Party is an arm of the media, not mm-hmm. the other way around. So the media can't go after him and they have to bury all that so they can get their candidate elected. So what I'm understanding from all this is they're starting to dig into the emails for all the corruption that was coming from, guess where? Ukraine. Really? Yes. So they're starting to dig into those emails and find, you know, a lot of references to the kicking up to the big guy. Now, let me get this straight. You're talking about the eighth most corrupt country in the world. Yes, Ukraine. I am. Yeah, the one, one the one that we're supposed to love. Yeah. Because all the politicians' kids and again, work there. Again, disclaimer, I feel for the Ukrainian people. Oh, absolutely. And the Russian people who are caught up in this. Absolutely. And the Russian people who have to deal with all these trade sanctions that are making it harder for them to live their lives. Mm-hmm. I feel for all those people. But not the politicians. No. The governments themselves? Hell no. Or the business people using it as their piggy banks. You mean like Burisma? Like Burisma? Yeah, so... There are actually a lot of companies like Burisma in uh, in Ukraine, but Burisma is one that everybody knows. So that's what we always say. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of them. And they're there on purpose because it's so corrupt. Well, let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that the country where Joe Biden had the prosecutor, the federal prosecutor fired who was actively trying to root out corruption? It is. That one. Okay. That country. Yeah. Okay. The one that would have exposed his son. That one and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Funny how that happens. Yeah. Not to mention the, all the uh, biological weaponry that's being developed over there. Mm-hmm. That's, Oh, I'm sorry. Not being developed, but very well protected. Now, I, I know what the D's are going to say. And I mean, Democrats, not douchebags. Well, eh. maybe same thing. Uh, I know what they're going to say. Oh, you're carrying the water for Putin. Uh-huh. No, we're no. not carrying the water for Putin. No. We're we're doing what you don't do and look at it for what it is. Yes. And I, I, I'm still, I mean, other than the humanitarian aspect of mm-hmm. it, 
who effing cares? Yeah. I mean, we're bombing Somalia. The, the only reason we're that, rebelizing that. Yeah. The only reason that uh, the this whole Ukrainian war machine that's going on, the only reason it, it concerns the American people mm-hmm. is because it's screwing us. I'll go even further. Yes. Hang on. And it gives Biden a something to blame the poor inflation on. That's all. And the gas prices. That's all true. And everything. But I don't. Oh, I don't. Okay, go ahead. But this isn't the primary purpose uh-huh. of this. The primary purpose of this is fear and control. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. the they ran out of gas mm-hmm. once the vaccinated people started getting Omicron, and even even the, their own party was like, well, "What the hell, man? Yeah. You said we weren't going to get this, and we weren't going to transmit it. And we're getting. Uh-huh. We've we've been." triple vax yeah. and we're getting it yeah what the hell man yeah and that quadruple now and that started to crumble the narrative started to crumble right now it's quadruple vaxxed yeah so <laughs> they need another crisis yeah oh yeah they need another crisis so they need another crisis they do, that they can't waste and what people aren't paying attention to is what the hell does this have to do with your everyday life raises gas prices no no it doesn't do a damn thing well they say it raises the gas prices you know uh jen uh strawberry shortcake yeah uh pissyaki <laughs> i like it she's P- going to msnbc pissy. by she the way she's going to pmsnbc she uh she's calling it the putin price hike Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so yeah, everything everything's maybe, going on. Maybe your boss is a moron and he screwed this country. Uh, uh maybe. Maybe. Or your boss is a moron with dementia who's letting other people screw the country while he's up there rambling on about corn pop. Or your boss is a sociopath, doesn't give a F about this country and only cares about his pocketbook and his kids. Yeah pocket that's very that yeah uh yeah uh dr uh dr jill uh mrs president biden mm-hmm. you know she's probably the one controlling all that saying joe you got to stop this stuff it's it's hurting it's hurting hunter and hurting us <laughs> well all these all these douches <clears throat> out there who were like anything but trump well here yeah. you go here it you is you got the anything but you got what you wanted yeah here but the problem is there's going to be a large percentage of those people that are going to say yeah but at least it isn't trump oh yeah, yeah. really gas prices have doubled price of food is doubled and he, and he, he constantly lies yeah constantly i mean there used to be a, a tracker on all of trump's lies most of them were slight exaggerations or uh, misheard comments, you know, a lot of it just wasn't. Joe, old Joey, he he just flat out lies to everybody. Yeah, I mean, and he's been doing it all his life. He lied about his college transcripts. He he plagiarized his thesis. You know, he he lied he's about plagiarized his numerous numerous yeah. speeches. Oh yeah, and you know what? I don't think Corn Pop was a bad dude. Nah. <laughs> I think he was probably a pretty good guy. I don't Corn think Pop. I don't think Corn Pop was any anything. I don't think Corn Pop ever existed. Probably not. I just can't see a gang member called Corn Pop. 
And and also, uh, you know, he talked about driving trucks at one time. Yeah. He's never driven. Nope. He's never had a job. No. Never, never. had a job. Never. He's been in politics his entire life. He and, and Bernie Sanders. <sighs> Bernie Sanders, even worse, lived with his parents till he was like 40 and then got into politics. Well, one thing to keep in mind, uh-huh. it was 259 days after the story broke until CNN would even say anything about it. Wow. No, no, no. They said things about it. Oh, well. Russian disinformation. Yeah, but anything real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Go figure. Yeah. But then again, you know, uh, CNN, we talked about uh, their CNN Plus streaming service that they were starting, talked about, I don't know, a couple months ago that they were starting this streaming service and you get in, you know, early, you got discount, uh, well, $4.99 a month or something. Um, they are reporting less than 10,000 viewers a day. That does not surprise me. No. Everybody knows they're liars. It's only yeah. entertainment. I know it really is. That's all it is. Most of it's, it's not, not news. Most of it's not even portrayed as news opinion pieces. Yeah, it's just opinions. And it's just, yeah, it really is just entertainment. It's an echo chamber. Yeah. Somewhere to go validate your own theories. Mm-hmm. Justify your own beliefs. Yep. If you're on a certain side, that is. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And don't get me wrong. Both sides have echo chambers. They do. Um, all Any group of people get into an echo chamber. You know, and get that confirmation bias and they get the, you know, and all that. I get that. But, you know, people look at both sides, look at both sides of everything. And they just don't. No, they don't want a balanced view. They just want something that confirms their beliefs. Share. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to launch into this. Okay. Politics is religion for atheists. No. So. If you really look at the political nuts. Well, progressivism is a, is, it is a religion. If you look at these political nuts uh-huh. and you know which ones I'm talking about. Uh-huh. If you look at them, they're the same as the damn snake handlers that they condemn for being yeah. nuts. Yeah. And they're the same type of nuts. Absolutely. They are actually, I, I, I equate them more to the, uh, the healers. Mm-hmm. You know, the faith uh, healers. Yeah. Jerry yeah. Falwell and those people that would put their hand on somebody's forehead and Heal. shove, Heal shove them and, <laughs> and now they're healed. Well, that's the same thing. Now, instead of putting your hand on a forehead, you go get a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, faith healer. Yeah. I believe it because, because my, my leader told me to. Yes. Soylent green is people. Don't you know? Oh, so yeah. Um, and, and you know, a lot of this is pushing to higher gas prices. And what is that pushing us to? Electric cars. Yes. So in Washington state, you know, which is a very conservative place, <laughs> they're spending $450,000 to study, ready for this new term, gasoline super users. I would be a gasoline super user. They're exploring ways to get drivers using a thousand gallons per year or more. How to get them into electronic electric vehicles. 
<clears throat> yeah, so they're saying they're saying they're uh, studying drivers who use a disproportionately large amount of gasoline relative to other drivers, mm-hmm. so-called super users. Uh, they're reporting that the state legislature just approved four hundred fifty thousand dollar appropriation to get researchers in the field with the goal of finding out who these drivers are, where they live, what they drive, and how much they spend on gasoline, and then. What might induce them to switch from gasoline vehicle to a battery electric vehicle? Um, I think it's more about the first part of that, where they live, who they are, what they drive, how much they spend on gasoline. Well, if we can get them to change, you know, and put them That's in re- ESG. Well, if we can get them put into re-education ch- camps. Exactly. <laughs> how do we get, how can we induce them to switch mm-hmm. re-education camps? We just need to reprogram them. That's right. We need to teach them the right way. These uh, dumb Republicans. Yep. Yep. We need to get them off their uh, hybrid vehicles and into battery powered vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's just crazy. You know, this is, I see this happening in a lot of other places in the country soon. You know, once uh, Washington starts theirs, other countries are going to do it. Mostly, and I'm certain it's mostly to identify who those people are mm-hmm. for ESG purposes. Yep. You know, you're using way too much carbon. Your and social then, credit score is down because you're a bad person. You're creating exactly. all this carbon. So, now, so you can't go to the movies. Let's go back to what I talked about last week with the digital dollar. Okay. If you're using, you know, what is it? A thousand dollars, a thousand gallons of gas a year. Mm-hmm. All right you're using way too much carbon. I'm going to cut off your digital dollar buying power. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make it. So at gas stations, because you can do this now at gas stations, you can only spend $20 a shot one time every two days. But isn't this the theory of the Democrats? All, all stick, no carrot. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what a social credit score the carrot, is. The carrot is something off in the future, some utopian, which is really dystopian, but it's some utopian society mm-hmm. that they think can exist, which cannot exist. It's been tried. It doesn't work. It's not sustainable. No, absolutely not. People have free will and they will exert that free will if they can. Mm-hmm. And given enough pressure, none of this is sustainable. No. So, yeah, that's Washington State for you. Resist. We much. (laughs) We must. All right. So, I did bring up the Great Reset. So, uh, you know, why don't you cue me some of that uh, conspiracy theory stuff? All right, this is going to start being a regular segment, I think, um, that I'm going to talk about the Great Reset and uh, why I'm Klaus Schwab's arch enemy. Um, why I really, truly dislike, I hate using the word hate. Get him, Skeet. <laughs> we going to get him. We going to get him. All right, so the next assault on us, uh, as far as the Great Reset goes, and I, I play the conspiracy theory stuff kind of tongue-in-cheek. 
because while a lot of people think this is just conspiracy theory, this is stuff is being put into practice. And that's what this segment's about. What's well, going to be called misinformation? Absolutely. But this, I'm going, I am giving you facts. I'm not giving you, well, there might be a little opinion in there, but I'm not wrapping it up in, in you know, where it's about lizard people under the earth. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not. This is stuff that's really happening. What about and, the frogs? I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Can you say gay frogs? <laughs> don't say gay. Don't say gay frogs. Don't say gay frogs. Okay. You can say frogs. Well, freaking frogs queer. Can you say queer? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, just know. don't say gay. I, I don't have the new speak dictionary. I don't yet. either. And I don't want it. Uh, so anyway, on March 31st, Market Wealth, uh, Market Watch, sorry, announced that LA County, Los Angeles County, will start their own UBI program. UBI is Universal Basic Income. It's a platform that Andrew Yang ran on when he was in the primaries for the presidency. So what this is going to do is guarantee $1,000 a month to 1,000 people in Los Angeles County for the next three years. Well, they must want to drive all the all the other people who are productive out. Yes, absolutely. Because there has been a mass exodus. And, and the, I'm fine with that because all it's doing is... It's driving my property value through the roof. Yeah, yeah, it's really doing that all over the country. Mm -hmm. So it's being called an experiment. Um, All right, you know, more on that later. But uh, they just finished up accepting applications on April 13th, I think it was. Now they're going to select by random drawing who will participate out of all the applications. (laughs) Right. And it'll be a lottery win for... A thousand people are going to get a thousand dollars a month for the next three years. Well, what does UBI have to do with the Great Reset? And it's actually one of the most important parts of the Great Reset uh, based on Air oh. Schwab. Oh, I got it. I, I know. Okay, I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm going to be loyal to whoever's paying me. There you go. And I'll do whatever they say to keep getting my check. You're going to be loyal, but not in the way you think. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, Air Schwab, uh, the great reset, his great reset plan. Um, based on that, all the money, power, resources, and decision making is going to be centralized at the top with this self-appointed global leaders. These global elites, they're self-appointed. These people have not been elected to anything, have not been appointed to anything by any government, any agency. Nothing. These guys just got together and came up with this shit. It's like Farmer Bill. I know better than you do. Exactly. Because I'm rich. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. But uh, what's going to happen is going to force us to depend on the government for our means of living. Well, you say our, not me or you. Right. But yes. But in general, I mean, well, if this thing comes to fruition, it's going to be all of us. The Great Reset. Mm. Uh, there's no, There's no choice. You can't opt out. No, when if this happens, the great if the great reset comes to fruition the way it's planned, there is no opting out. It's just straight up takeover. Time to go off grid crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, yeah, so I mean, we're talking about people's money here, right? Mm-hmm. And your may, way of making a living. 
you know, this is kind of like, think, think of Oliver Twist, right? The orphan, you know, he's standing up there with a bowl in his hands, you know, asking for, for more. Could I please have some more, sir? You know, um, that's, exa- that's pretty much what it's going to be like for the rest of us asking mommy and daddy government for our monthly allowance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these global elites get to wield all the power because they have all the money. Uh, even though, you know, they get that money from us in the form of taxes. Yep. So and they squander it. Yeah. So we're going to pay them to manage our money for us because we don't know enough. Now, don't get me wrong. UBI in some form or another exists in a lot of places already. Mm-hmm. But to qualify for it in most places, you know, you almost you almost have to be uh, like have no absolutely no way of supporting yourself. Right. At least for a, a while. And most of that stuff lasts a year, 18 months, something like that. Like disability. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. If it, you know, and I have no problem with helping out those who cannot fend for themselves. Or um, I have no problem with things like uh, unemployment insurance, which companies pay for. It's paid for. It's insurance. And it's a stopgap measure in between jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's a limited thing, you know, so you can only go for so long. It's not forever. Well, guess what the qualifying factors are for this Los Angeles experiment? Tell me, please. First, you have to be 18 years old. Okay. All right. I qualify. You have to live in a Los Angeles County neighborhood where the, okay, where the median income is less than the average income for the entire county. The, the, the median income for the county of Los Angeles is very high. Mm-hmm. Over half the people in Los Angeles County qualify. Next is uh, you have to make less than $56,000 a year if you're single or $96,000 a year if, if you're a family up to four. It's pretty high, Mark. Yeah, I know a lot of people that live on a lot less than that and do quite well. Um, oh, here's the fun one. You have to be negatively impacted by COVID. Uh, who the hell isn't? Seriously, who hasn't been negatively impacted by COVID uh, in one way or another? It depends on the definition, really. They don't give one. Yeah, exactly. It's whatever they say. It <clears> and is. you have to not be enrolled in any other uh, guarantee income program. That's it. So now you got all these people sending it in and now it's a random drawing for a thousand people. We're going to get a grand a month for the next three years. So let's go back to. For a place that's almost uh-huh. bankrupt. Yes. Yes. A state that is that is close to collapse. Yes. And they're trying this crap. Well, what's funny is a state that's near bankruptcy has been for a long time. Um, they boast that they are the, like the fifth largest economy in the world. And yet they're almost bankrupt and have been forever. Yeah. Cause they're not doing it. They're doing cr- things like this with their money. So let's go back to what I said at the beginning about it being an experiment. Well, uh, what happens at the end of an experiment? If you, it goes, you kill well, the rabbit, <laughs> <laughs> if it goes well, it just gets expanded. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you have to have some kind of metrics, right? Some kind of validation system, verification system on 
you know, if it's doing well. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a bunch of people getting a thousand dollars a month. How can it not go well? Right. Well, it depends on what you're checking for, really. So participants, here's the keyword, can check in every six months to assess certain variables. But they can opt out of the research aspect. They can just get the money. They don't have to check in. The variables that they're going to look for, here's the list. Physical health, mental health, income volatility, spending consumption, employment, education, family dynamics and parenting, stress and coping, food security, and COVID-19 variables, whatever that means. Yes, food security. So, out of any of those, how can $1,000 a month extra hurt you? It can't. It can only help every single one of those things that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's going to happen is they're going to, these people are going to check in every six months, however many would do. They're, at the end of the six months, they're going to go, man, this plan is working great. These people are doing so much better because mm-hmm. they have extra money. Mm-hmm. So they're going to expand it. And soon it's going to be the state of California. And then it's going to branch out. It's that slippery slope thing. Yeah. Um, the problem is nobody's going to know what that thousand dollars is going to be spent on. I could take, you know, a thousand dollars, you know, I'm already, even if I'm just barely making my bills, I'm, I'm paying my bills. Obviously I am or else I'd be thrown out on the street. So I take this extra thousand. I'm going to go, who knows, you know, snort, snort coke off hookers asses you know, whatever I want. And it's going to make me happy. I'm going to buy some rims. Yeah. I'm going to buy some, get some of the rent to own rims. <laughs> there you go. Rent to own rims. And you know, new system in my, I'm going to put a $3,000 sound system in my $500 car. Yes. Um, so, you know, but they're not going to be able to track that. There's no way they can track that because if I'm making 56,000 a year, I'm bringing home what? 4,500 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, before taxes. So after taxes, uh, 30, I don't know, 3,000, 3,500, something like that a month I'm bringing home. Well, they're giving me a thousand dollars. Who knows where that thousand dollars is in the mix? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll say, yeah, it helped me pay my bills. Unless you have the digital dollar. I got, I, Oh, there you go. Um, I, 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 it helped me pay my bills. I bought better groceries. I'm eating healthier now because I have this extra money. You know, they're going to say things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to make this, you know, program, this experiment, it expanded. Okay. But go ahead. like we were talking with electric cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a $14 fill up now until everybody has electric cars and yeah. they raise the cost of electricity. Yes. Well, everybody's eating better food, cleaner food. What mm-hmm. happens with that? Food prices, prices go, up. go up. Supply and demand. Mm-hmm. And if everybody's getting a thousand dollars, guess what else has to go up? Taxes. Yep. Cause we got to pay them losers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now back to what people spend their money on, right? In the first quarter of 2021, Louis Vuitton had their best quarter of all time. Mm. That's the same time as the second and third stimulus checks came out. I can't imagine. Coincidence? I, I mean, think they're not. <laughs> they're uh, 
their first quarter earnings were, I mean, head and shoulders above. I don't remember the percentage, but it was a huge percentage over their next highest quarter lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and this actually, it just occurred to me. I didn't think about this when I was studying this. New shit's come to light, man. New shit has come to light. That was right around the same time that they were getting robbed everywhere. So while being robbed, they still had their highest quarter ever. Yes. So California has a lot, has had a lot of guaranteed income programs, but those are what has allowed this to happen. Again, it's the slippery slope principle. Mm -hmm. You know, you do some, you expand it, you expand it. And then you find something that just really goes way over over top. Well, think how many jobs are going to be created over bureaucracy. Ah. There you go. (laughs) And then you have even more people dependent on the government. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. Well, then the government will be the world's biggest employer. They're going to overtake Walmart because they're going to own Walmart and Amazon and everything. It'll be just like in China. Mm-hmm. The government will own everything. Mm-hmm. And you'll well, be happy. Oh, yeah. Well, this is being co-run by uh, University of Pennsylvania's. Ready for this? This is <clears throat> the name of this place. The Center for Guaranteed Center for Guaranteed Income Research at the University of Pennsylvania. I mean, they actually have <laughs> a, a center for this. A center um, for freeloaders? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... How's this? So taxpayer money is using is being used to fund a study about giving away taxpayer money. Awesome. There's yeah, there's so, no collusion there whatsoever. Yeah. So thank you, Air Schwab. You will own nothing and you will be happy about it. And that's my great reset report for this week. Well, the good thing about old Klaus is he'll be dead before he sees yeah. all this happen. Yeah. He he looks like a he looks like he belongs to the Sith. Yeah. He looks like a Sith Lord. He really does. Ugh. God, he's got to be 142. But, you know, we, we do talk about this, and I always want to keep in mind that it may look dark, but the human spirit is to not be oppressed. Right. And so people will rise up, and until they will stand the, out. Until they get used to it, or if it's the only thing they know. I've lived in a socialist country. Okay, I went uh, on vacation one time to Morocco mm-hmm. and there, I mean, it's, it really is. And you hear about this, but until you've seen it, it's a whole different story where you are either extremely rich or you're extremely poor. Um, but the people there were, they seemed to be happy, but it's because they didn't know any better and because they knew they could not do anything about it. It's like your buddy who dates that really ugly girl. Yeah, it's like exactly. buddy, you're not shooting high, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You need some self esteem improvement. You get on Instagram, <laughs> look at some of them big butts. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like big butts in the can- Oh, never mind. Sorry. Uh, going back to my youth. Um. So anyway, it's being you know, and, and people use the word a lot. And sometimes it's kind of a misnomer, but it's really in the last 20 years or so, it's really starting to come to fruition. But the indoctrination 
of our children in schools. Mm-hmm. And next week, in my great reset report, we're going to talk about that. All right. Well, I'll be on the run that week. That's right. Yeah, let's talk about that. We'll, we'll talk Just about. Like a, let's talk about that. Let's talk about your run. So yeah, I will be uh, taking the mobile command center out for our first foyer yeah. on uh, using Starlink for the podcast. Awesome! I can't wait. And uh, I, I really, I am really excited to hear your results with Starlink. Well, yeah, you will, because you'll be on the show. Well, I meant Starlink in general, <laughs> not just the show. So, yeah, it's, uh, Idiot. Uh, I got to travel. I had it delivered to the place where I'm traveling to, which is undisclosed at this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to get mobbed by the six people who actually listen to the show. <laughs> I think we're up to eight. Oh, cooking now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be, uh, I'll be. I will be mobile. Dean will be stationary. Yes. And we'll be uh, testing this out in two separate locations in uh, two separate states mm-hmm. and in areas that have zero coverage. Yes. And so we'll be, we'll be testing that out. And plus we'll be doing. Uh, well, I'll be in the Blue Ridge and you'll be in the Rockies. Close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Close to kind it. Kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe on a Mesa somewhere. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. As long as, long as I got closer, power. closer to the satellite. But uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll be doing that, getting that out there and uh, it, it, it should be fun. So we'll do the great reset on that. Um, although I will word of warning, mm-hmm. uh, I will be, not using my standard computer, so the filters may be a little different, but not mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Not much, but uh, the quality should be consistent. I think it would be all right. Yeah. It's going to be a good test, and if it doesn't work out as well as we think, then you know we can adjust things and do it again. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Well, I got a story. Go for it. Bad news for old white guys. Uh-oh. Bad news. More? It's always bad for old white guys. It is. But, you know, the schlubs that have, you know, worked 30, 40 years and, mm-hmm. and you know, did what they were supposed to do, got mm-hmm. the education, what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So Biden-Harris administration unveils, uh, unveils government-wide action plans on racial equity, not equality. Yes. Equity. Yes. There's a difference. Equity is the least common denominator. So no matter what your credentials are, no matter how good you are at your job, you're going to make the same as the other person. Right. Least common denominator. Everybody. It's everybody's poor. It's not every, everybody. It's not everybody's rich. It's not everybody has everything they want. It's everybody has the least possible. Mm -hmm. So the Biden-Harris administration unveiled on Thursday a massive government-wide action plan to advance racial equity across 90 federal agencies with more than 300 strategies and commitments laid out by government leaders. Mm -hmm. That affects everybody except the government leaders that have already been there. Yes, because government Biden, Biden is Biden is an old white guy. I just want to say that again. 
announcement from dozens of federal agencies are the start of fulfilling an executive order, which is not a law. No. Signed by President Joe Brandon on his first day in office to advance racial equity, not mm-hmm. equality, equity, which means equality means you're the same. Yes. Equity means you have the same. Right. That you're not, you don't have to be the same, but you're going to get the same. Well, um, equality. Across, well, across the entire federal government. Go ahead. Equality is. Um, equal opportunity mm-hmm. equity is equal outcomes, outcomes. yeah so what well, people are like well you're talking about government most people who listen to this aren't aren't involved in government anyway oh yeah you really are but remember there was a vaccine mandate not mm-hmm. too long ago mm-hmm. that if you dealt with government in any way shape or form yep. all your people had to bow down to and accept the vaccine to their lives mm-hmm. yeah. or take a hike. Yes. And a large percentage of corporations deal with the government in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't, you probably deal with a company that deals with the government and they may force you to follow suit. A subcontractor of a subcontractor. Yeah. It may yeah. force you to follow suit. Otherwise that corporation won't do business with you anymore. And this goes hand in hand with ESG. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So bad news for old white guys. Yeah. You're going to be unemployed pretty soon. Actually, it's bad news for everybody. I don't care about everybody. You just care about old white guys? Yeah, because I'm old. You are white. an old white guy. <laughs> and again, I'm an old white guy. But why, why is this Why is this a problem? Well, quality of work is going to go down because you're, you're not talking about equity. I mean, you're not co- talking about equality. If two people can do the same job to a same degree of quality, mm-hmm. uh, all right, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, the market doesn't see color, mm-hmm. but if you're given equality and you're giving people the same money mm-hmm. to do the same job, mm-hmm. just one sucks balls at it, mm-hmm. but they just got the job for equality, right? you're going to have a problem. Quality is right. going to go down. Uh, service is going to go down and people aren't going to want that specific commodity. Now in the government, nobody wants that commodity no, anyway, no. but when it's, when it pours out into the private sector, you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. If, if my job is to put widget a into widget B, mm-hmm. that's my job. And I can do that. You know, and I really kick ass doing it and I can put out a whole bunch of them in a day. And Joe beside me, has the exact same thing. He puts widget A into widget B and he does half as much as I do. And he makes the same amount. Neither of us can be fired. So what is my incentive to continue working hard like that? None. Absolutely none. Mm -hmm. So here again, all stick, no carrot. Yeah. All stick, no carrot. There's nothing at the end of the rainbow. And this, this trickles into corporations. It doesn't trickle into small business, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm becoming more and more of a proponent of small business and hope that it's sometime during the future, I can have a small business mm-hmm. to where I can do whatever the F I want as yep. long as I'm paying taxes. Yeah. 
and be under the radar with the number of employees Mm -hmm. to where the government can't mandate anything because, you know, under the mandates, you know, it was a hundred people or more in the company. Well, Mm -hmm. if you got two, you're good to go. Right. Which please donate our website. Maybe we can, maybe we can, uh, become independent contractors. This this could be the corporation. (laughs) Uh, little LLC going LLC, on. LLC, yeah. Uh, li- limited corporation. Yes. But limited liability. But the, uh, you know, the, what we're talking about here is anything of a large scale, your quality is going to go down. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to need be more no- people to produce yep. the same stuff yep. that you were able to produce years before. Yes. And it will be lower quality stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the government is going to start paying you to not make as much. They're not going to pay you much. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to stop paying you altogether and just say, you can't make as much. Because we need this company over here to start making them too. Mm-hmm. Or, we're going to, or we're going to start making it ourselves. There needs to be equity in the or, market. Or, hey, wait a minute. We're the government. We should just own you. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're already trying to own the children. Mm-hmm. They are. Well, enough of that dystopian. Crap. That's awfully. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a little that's, darker there, but uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, that's all I got today. What do you got, Dean? Anything else? I just want one more thing. Right. Um, U.S. leaders and lawmakers should focus on improving US, China-U.S. relations and building trust rather than listening to narrow-minded Americans keen to blame outsiders, <laughs> said a Chinese diplomat on Saturday. <laughs> As they steal all of our technology. Yeah. Speaking at uh, Harvard College China Forum, uh, the Chinese ambassador to the United States, Quinn Gang, Quinn Gong. I, I, I'm not even, I don't care. Ching Chong Ding Ching, Dong. That's him. That's him. One hung low. In uh, New York Council General Huang Ping. Ping Pong? I don't know. Uh, said uh, improved ties between the U.S. and China transformed the world over the past half century. Hmm. Thank you, President Nixon. Adding that whether the countries choose destructive competition or beneficial cooperation will transform over the next 50 years. So China's just saying, man, give us more of your IP, your intellectual property. Yeah. And we'll take it. We'll knock it off and sell it cheaper. And you guys will be screwed. Yeah, and then we'll and then, buy, and buy then, your property. Yeah, and, and then don't blame us. <laughs> now they're saying don't blame us. Oh, Chinese China U.S. cooperation is indispensable, and yet we're faced with dark clouds that involve misreading and misjudging. Nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, exciting the danger of a new Cold War. Well, they're not doing anything different than they're doing in their own country. It's like it is what we say <laughs> that it is, and everything else is a lie. <laughs> And they're they're just doing what they do. Yeah, we're kind of we're uh, not we're but they are masters at propaganda. We're good at it, but they got us beat. Well, our country's going that way. It is what we say it is. You know, that's where we're getting to. Uh, (laughs) We're following their playbook, just like Biden said. We are an autocracy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just it it it's weird to read this, knowing the truth. And thinking, you know, are, and this was at Harvard, right? Mm-hmm. Do Does anybody there buy this? 
Yes, because they just got their butt whooped because they weren't bringing on Asians. They yeah, had the Asian right. discrimination yeah. stuff. So Harvard, they're not, Yale, and Princeton. They're not going to say yeah. boo about it because they're they're worried about making somebody feel bad. Uh huh. Because yeah, that's where equity falls apart. Uh, SAT scores at uh, Ivy League colleges. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the it's like they they set the standard at the white high school kid. Mm-hmm. And then different minorities get added points to their SAT scores. Great. And Asian kids get them deducted. Get them deducted. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's almost like talk about not a level playing yeah, field. It's, it's almost God. like white kids get affirmative action over Asian kids going to college. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. That's what the whole thing was against uh, is Harvard, Yale, and Princeton. Um, yeah, so I'm just, you know, they, they said they, they're calling on the U.S. to avoid stoking irritants, citing the virtual meeting in November between President Joe Biden and President G. Well, not they quit stealing our stuff and then yeah. we wouldn't stoke anything? He called on the U.S. to live up to his word by not supporting Taiwan independence not using its allegiances against uh, yeah alliances against China and not taking steps to lead to that conflict. So, I mean, they're just trying to boss us around. Yeah. Toe our and line. It's working. Mm-hmm. Old Joey, Joey Brandon, he, uh, he listens and it's like, I don't know. The United States just has no balls. I've always said it. United know. States has become trans. Well, Joe and Disney are China's bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Disney, the NBA. Um, yeah, they, they just do whatever China says, except they don't want to be like China because China is getting rid of all the girly, emas- guns. All the girly guns and the emasculation of men. And it just blows my mind that whole, that whole, or that <laughs> this morning. I was at a Circle K gas station and I saw, oh God, the consummate man bun. <laughs> this dude walks, well, he was walked into the Circle K in front of me. He had on red skinny jeans, you know, the kind that the crotch is like way down almost to the knees. Mm-hmm. Um, the waist is almost on his waist. He's got not just a man bun. He's got the head you know, the sides and back are all shaved and really long hair on top and then pulled into a man bun in the back and some kind of goofy ass sunglasses on. That like, sounds good exhausting. God. Good God. Really? Is this what we've come to people? Sound like somebody vomited a crayon box. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, at least his hair wasn't colored. Well, not a bizarre color anyway. Yeah. It was dark. I don't know if it was his natural or what. Who knows? I don't care. But uh, anyway, there's some fun notes to end the show on. Okay. <laughs> well, if you want to get in contact with me, it's Scott at T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z dot net. Where, we, where, we, where can we find you at? <laughs> I, can be fu- I can be found at Dean at techtools.net. T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z dot net. Or you can go to our website, techtools.net, T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z.net. 
and you can check out some previous shows. You can, uh, you can, from the website, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can go to our donate page and become a producer. Uh, send us ideas, send us things you want us to expound on more or send us a little, when my, give me the cash. Yeah. That stuff. Uh, a little cheddar. Uh, so, uh, you know, we can keep this thing going. And if we do well enough, then we can both quit our day jobs and do this full time. Maybe do it a couple times a week. And both get and Starlink have, and live like uh, the Unabomber. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll get a hoodie, some shades. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got.